Hey peeps, hey! It's the Cousin Twins here. Today we are going to be interviewing Sarah, and she we are going to be interviewing her about her trip planning and how she plans trips for us. I hope you enjoy our interviewing her! Bye! Hey peeps, it's Claire here. Today I'm going to be playing Two Truths and a Lie with my favorite buddy, Olivia. Let's do this. Okay, hi, I'm Olivia. Okay, so, I got a black eye in first grade. Mm-hmm. My favorite color is yellow. Okay. When I broke my arm and I had to ride in the ambulance and my mom called the guy in the ambulance hot. I know that you broke your arm because I have a photo of you and me standing there and you have your pink cast on. I'm going to say the lie is your favorite color is yellow. Yes, I hate the color yellow. Um, yeah, because I feel like you get into a lot of incidents. You definitely got a black eye in first grade, and I know you broke your arm after doing a back handspring. All right, my turn? Yes? No? Okay, I'm going to go. Um, first, I've swam in Lake Superior. I have touched the bottom of my pool, and I have took a bath with my brother. You have not swam in Lake Superior. No, um, I have swam in Lake Superior. Try- I thought you said it was too cold. No, I went. No, I've been. I've been swimming in Lake Superior. I went on IRIL. Okay, well, so your lie is that you can't touch the bottom of your pool? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yep. That's all. What? Yeah, that's the lie. No, I haven't. My pool's pretty deep. That, can I come in your pool? Yeah, you can if you can drive up here. I'm going to drive up there tonight. All right, sounds good. That's all for two truths and a lie. Now me and Olivia are going to talk a little bit about what life is like for us during quarantine. Roll it, Olivia. Hello, it's Claire, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what life is like for me during COVID-19. So, it's a little challenging because a lot of um, summer camps are being canceled. Like, I do theater camp, and that was canceled because... That's kind of like, it's a small stage. And then I was going to an overnight camp with two friends and that didn't end up working out because you can't really have um, girls in a cabin being social distance. It doesn't exactly work. So I was really sad and I was heartbroken. And some things I've been doing to keep busy is, well, I've been swimming. I do a lot of exercise I um, started doing exercises every day, like workouts. Um, That started yesterday. Um, My teacher gives lots of suggestions to do um, outdoor things, like you find a bud outside and you take photos of it once a week, twice a week, and see how it's evolving. 
And another one was, is you go find a secret place around your yard or at a park or somewhere, just somewhere that you love, and you sit there with a notebook or a piece of paper and a pencil, and you just write down what you feel, see, and hear, and that's that's always really fun. Um, uh, things that I would say just to try to stop the coronavirus from spreading, like if you know, if, uh, of course, stay six feet of distance, um, wear masks, wash your hands after you touch your face, um, um, maybe make masks, I know I did that, and, um, it was, I, like, I got this lady from the grocery store asking me if, um, I could make her mask, and of course I said yes, and she was so happy, I, I, um, and you also want to show love for the frontline workers, um, with, like, we have a huge rainbow in our front windows, where you can put hearts up in your windows, or just simply make a thank you sign and put it somewhere in your yard. So, that is all for me, and I'm going to pass it over to Olivia. Now for Olivia. Hi, I'm Olivia. So, Claire just talked about how quarantine's going for her. So, I'm going to talk about how I'm going. So, it's only in, I'm going, like, I'm really sad and, like, disappointed and just because like I'm in fifth grade and so it's my last year of elementary school and I don't get to spend the last three months at school with my friends so I have to like you know it's been hard and then um like a lot of things have gotten canceled and stuff like we were gonna go on vacation for spring break and that got canceled and then like I had my birthday a couple days ago and it was just really depressing not being with my friends and stuff on my birthday and I haven't been able to see any of my friends for a while um and then we were planning to have a super fun like summer and stuff and we never we can't go anywhere or anything right now and then like some, some things that I've been staying busy at is every weekend me and my family have a family night family night and I usually like plan out what we're gonna do and I set everything up so literally the last family night we had was game night and then the one before we had a spa so that was super fun and then the other thing is I do dance and so it got canceled so we can't go to the studio anymore but we do zoom calls for dance and sometimes it will like glitch out and stuff and it's really annoying and then, same with school, like, school got canceled and stuff, and, like, with schoolwork, you don't always know if you're doing it right, or if you're doing what they want you to do, and just working at home is, like, so much harder, because you're at home, and you can get distracted by so many different things, mm-hmm. and I think that's really annoying. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have a lot of camps planned to do this year. Oh, but the other thing is, we were gonna... Since this is my last year of doing Girl Scouts, we usually do, like, a big event at the very end. So my sister is also in the Girl Scouts, the artist. Um, she got, she went to a hibachi, which is, like, where they cook in front of you, and it's, like, Chinese restaurant, or Japanese. But this year, we were going to do a sleepover, 
but um, we were going to go and spend the night over at Helium. So we were going to rent out the whole entire place, and we don't get to do that anymore. So I'm really sad about that. But I think we might do it later. And then they're talking about my school talking about doing, like, a fifth grade celebration later this summer, like, in August or something. So I'm excited about that. I'm just scared for middle school because I feel like not being at school in last fifth grade, I'm not going to know what middle school is going to go forwards to. I'm like, I'm just... Now we have Sarah joining us. Good. What inspired you to become a travel planner? Um, I think I've, I've always really liked to travel. When I was in high school, I went on a couple of big trips without my family to both France and then a road trip to Montana. And I think both of those trips kind of instilled this love of traveling um, and it's just continued as I've gotten older. Cool. Um, where have you traveled? Like, where are some of the biggest places you've traveled? Um, well, I guess it's bigger. It's a big compared to, like, what do you consider big? It's some of the big places I consider big. Um, I've been to France a few times. I've been to Norway and Sweden. My husband and I went to Bora Bora on our honeymoon. So we've been to some awesome places outside of the United States, but we. We've also been to some pretty cool spots in the United States as well. Yeah. Um, what did you enjoy in Sweden? Can you repeat the question? It kind of blurred out. Yeah. Um, what did you do in Sweden that you enjoyed? Oh. Um, we really loved one of our last days in Sweden. We went to this really small little town. We took a train out there. We just enjoyed the countryside and going to this church that was up on the hill and looking out at this gardens that was below it. And it was just, it was the end of our trip. We were retired, but it was just a memorable day. Just kind of enjoying more of a countryside location rather than being in a city. Where is your dream place to go? Do you have another question? Where is your dream place to go? Oh, my dream place to go. Oh, gosh. I have so many. I actually have had to keep um, a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet, to keep track of all the places I want to go. We were supposed to go to Italy this summer, the south part of Italy, and I was super excited about that. But another kind of bucket list location I really want to go to is Iceland. Um, I just think it looks so beautiful. So that's one one of the many places I want to go. Who do you, on a daily basis, travel with? Mostly I travel with my family. So my husband, Matt, and my three kids, Luke, Benny, and Sydney. But in the summertime, I have a tendency to travel with some other people um, that you guys might know. Yeah. (laughs) Right, guys? Yeah, I wonder who those people are. (laughs) Um, Do you like airplanes or cars better? Mm, Good question. Um, if we're traveling in the United States, honestly, we, I really like to drive now. 
we've gotten really used to driving from California to Wisconsin in the summers. We've done it two times of the last three summers. Um, we stop along the way. We go to some national parks. We visit some off-the-beaten-path places. And I just think it's a great way to see um, the country and also go at your own pace. So, But if I was flying in, if I was going international I'd have to fly and I wouldn't mind that either do you recommend any places to visit Ooh. um so many places to visit honestly as a family we have gone to a lot of national parks and so I would say those are totally worth going to um there's so much to do so much wildlife beautiful landscaping landscapes, hiking. So we really like going to our national parks. We've been to, um, I think, 22 of them so far. Um, do you like cold or hot places better? Oh, hot. After growing up in Wisconsin, I think I had a lot of cold. And now that I live more in, I live in California, it's a little bit warmer. It's harder for me to go to those cold destinations. Although, I did tell you I wanted to go to Iceland, and I don't think that will be warm. <laughs> did you have to learn any languages to tra to travel to some of these places? Oh, you know what? When I was in high school, I took French, which is the reason I went to France in high school um, on a two-week travel program between my junior and senior year. Um, that's the only language that I've actually learned would it be helpful to travel more places i think so i do think a lot of places um know english pretty well but it would be nice to speak their their language and know what they're saying to you sometimes i try my best though to pick up little phrases and at least please and thank you and hello when we go to spots that are international mm -hmm. um what are some things you do on like road trips or airplanes like, when we stop, you mean when we stop, what do we do? Or, like, what do you do, like, when you're in the car, like, oh, Activity. when we're in the car? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of movies um, that get watched in the car. Not really by me, but by the kids to keep them busy. Um, but sometimes there'll be books. We sometimes will do audio books as well mm. to keep busy. We play I Spy <laughs> or the Alphabet Game. And we are definitely big fans of the license plate game. We are yeah. always scanning for the license plates, and we've been known to actually drive through parking lots, especially Walmart parking lots, looking for the missing license plates. We've never gotten all 50, but we've come pretty close a couple of times. Yeah, we found Hawaii at a Walmart. Yeah, sometimes you can find the most surprising um, license plates where you're least expecting it, so you just never know. What do you do in your free time? Oh, in my free time, I do a lot of travel planning, travel dreaming. I'm always kind of scheming. I'm pretty much known for scheming and always have a plan. Um, my husband doesn't always know what our plan is, but I've always got one in the back of my head that I'm thinking about. So I spend my time yeah. dreaming, I guess. Where do you find, um, like if you were to travel... Or where do you find things to do in that? Oh, well, you mean what do you find? Where do you find what you're going to do when you get somewhere, right? 
video of the video clips that I've taken along the way too. And that's a great way to remember people's expressions or where you went. Um, so I'll kind of do a combination of things. So where has been your favorite place to travel? Oh, my favorite place to travel. This is very tough. I can't say, I would have to say I don't really have a favorite because I like going, it's probably the last place I went. Like, oh, that was my favorite place because it's the most recent. It's hard to pick just one. There's so many different experiences you can get because you could be in a big city or a national park or your favorite place in California, which is where we live. So it's really hard to pick just one. I, if you ask me what's my favorite of all the different things, maybe it would be easier, but it's hard for me to pick one. Claire, do you have any questions? No. Well, Sarah, thank you for interviewing us. I really enjoy learning about how you travel and Thank you. Thank you for having me. And if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at lingerandwander.com. That's where we started showcasing our travels. And um, I just wanted to also make a that the two interviewees might, pieces might show up on that account as well. Since I do highlight not only my kids, but I also highlight my nieces and nephews. So... Go there and check it out if you want to see the two girls interviewing me. We'll be back after this quick music break. It's Claire, and I'm going to share the song of the week. Here is Drive-By by Train. Listen to the rest of that song on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Back to the show. Hi, it's Claire and Olivia, the Cousin Twins. Um, so we're going to do a book review on the book called Finding Orion. So Claire, take it away. Finding Orion is by John David Anderson. I'm going to read the back of the book for you. Um... His frequently absent, always old grandfather, they pile into a car to attend his funeral and pay their respects. But, um, but Ryan can't help but feel that that's not the end of his story, that there's more to Papa Cork's mystery of life discover. He doesn't know how right he is. And then on the front of it, it says, sometimes you need to lose something in order to find yourself. That's Finding Orion. Take it away, Libby. So, personally, I would give this book a five stars. And if you're wondering what genre it is, I would probably almost say it's realistic fiction or almost mystery because they're trying to figure out... It's like a scavenger hunt. Where... Yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt to find their grandfather. Mm -hmm. So I thought this book was really good. And it keeps you at the edge of your seat because you always want to know what's going to happen next. And you meet some um, pretty funny characters along the way. And there's a, yeah. And there's a python involved. 
Yeah, and um, Claire, so what? how many stars would you rate it? I would definitely give it five star. Let's just say it doesn't have the most appropriate language. When me and Olivia were reading it, we, we just kind of like said the first letter and then moved on. But however you want to do it, that's fine. I'm just saying some of the language isn't the best. So, yeah. And then, um, some of the names are a little weird. Yeah. Too. <laughs> There's, like, this girl, like, I don't know. Do you know anyone with the last name Meeks? Agglesby. Yeah. It was really hard. I could never say it. You I say Mr. O. Over. Yeah, Mr. O. You'll figure o. out who he is later. And so I hope you enjoyed our book review, and I hope you're interested in reading Finding Orion. We really enjoyed reading it together. Bye. That's all for the Cousin Twins. Bye! Bye!